0: Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear.
1: Perhaps the thing that has always struck me the most profoundly about the Super Bowl is the paradox of it being, on the one hand, in terms of its significance and festivities and attention, a game unlike any other. And yet, on the other hand, in terms of the crass mechanics and rules and and flow of it all, a game exactly like all others. The same can be said, of course, about the final championship contest in just about every other sport. But with American Gridiron Football being my personal favorite sport, and the one I follow the most closely and faithfully, Despite my embarrassed amusement at our American insistence upon calling it football while calling the real football soccer, the Super Bowl is the championship that stands out in my mind and is where the paradox is laid most bare to me. Today's episode of Nerd Noise Radio, as well as its sequel next week from Hugh, are collectively intended to be the Super Bowl of Channel One, and that in terms of significance and intended impact, they are intended to be as the culmination and cumulative review of yet another year in the books for this humble experiment and sound. An episode like no other. Well, in terms of the mechanics and flow, just another episode like any other. A short, in this case much less short, semi-standard intro and housekeeping outro, bookending a large, flowing, winding, twisting journey through delicious VGM. I also personally love, and hope you will as well, how even though every track in today's collection has been featured at some point in this calendar year on Nerd Noise Radio, they all appear here in different and sometimes vastly different contexts than they had appeared in their original episodes, now telling different stories in conjunction with their new musical neighbors, making them, I suppose, in a way, all new all over again. In fact, there are so many self-referential Easter eggs that I put in here deliberately as well as probably countless others that I had put in here obliviously that I won't even enumerate them. But I do encourage you to go digging for them yourself. You know, I suppose given that this best of is a series rather than a moment, that the better metaphor for it may be baseball's World Series instead of the Super Bowl. After all, our signature sign-off, fly the N, meaning let your nerd flag fly, coined in October 2016 while the show was in its planning and development stages, was inspired directly by Fly the W, the colloquialism for the flags we put up with nothing but a W on it for when the Cubs win their ballgames, and their monumental 2016 World Series win coinciding with the development cycle. Here in Des Moines, which is the home of the Chicago Cubs AAA minor league team, we have, as one would expect, an outsized number of Cubs fans. And so the W flags were everywhere at the time. And so the rest, as they say, is history. Speaking of history, with this being the World Series of Channel One, we would be remiss not to review the major milestones and headlines of the year in noise. I do apologize in advance as this will lengthen the intro and delay our arrival at the heart of the episode, which is the music. But it's the end of the year and a fitting time for a year in review. Editor's note, I apologize for interrupting the program and apologize even more for the terrible mic quality here. I'm using the built-in microphone in the laptop. These notes in the intro ended up getting crazy long, like like pushing 20 minutes long. And uh, while I think they're interesting, <clears throat> while I think they're important to the telling the story of the history of Nerd Noise Radio in 2022, I also realized they're not for everybody. So if you'd rather not hear them and just get straight to the music, then just jump to the first track timestamp in the show notes and my apologies. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. First in our most significant change ever to the format of channel one, we open the year with the addition of the preparatory summary introduction in the intros of each episode. Like what you're hearing now, only customarily so much shorter. These were originally omitted by design because with the show being patterned after NPR's seminal New Age, Space, World, ambient music program Hearts of Space, but in such a way as to create deliberate distancing and differences so as to not cross that line between the honor of imitation and the crime of plagiarism, I felt that copying Stephen Hill's summary intros would be cutting it too close. However, over time, I had realized that all that decision had accomplished was to result in presenting you with a large amount of music with no context. And so, I changed that beginning this year. Secondly, we returned to our one season per year slash one year per season cadence with 10 Channel 1 episodes and also bumped Channel 2 up to the promised six. These are the cadences we anticipate sticking with for the remainder of the lifetime of each. Though, if Nerdnoy's history proves anything, it's that nothing is immune to change. Next, while it may have been during the previous season, in spring of 2020, that saw the migration from GarageBand and MacOS to Linux and a mix of Audacity and Ardor, it wouldn't be until this year that the show would see its first upgrade to the actual recording equipment itself. And that change was pretty major. The Audio Technica AT2020 XLR condenser mics, running through the M Audio Mobile Pre XLR to USB interface that had served for the entire life of the show, were replaced by the Rode Pod Mic, Dynamic Mic, through a cloud lifter and into a Focusrite 4i4. But that's not all. Our production techniques and quality had radically improved as well. Even if this was born out of necessity, rather than as some prearranged plan, the new dynamic mics picked up an ambient hum that the old teen mics never did, so in attempting to combat that, the result was vastly enhanced post-production techniques. An entire battery that I won't detail here, but will privately for anyone who wishes to know and reaches out to inquire. The first appearances of the new mic, and therefore the new production techniques, were in April. First on channel 2 with C2E7, all night super kawaii dance party. Followed quickly by C1E64, 3 for Thursday on channel 1. As the year progressed, I began exploring applying these newfound post-processing techniques I was using on the mics to the music as well. Which I'm still learning proper judiciousness. So while the major change in the production happened in April, smaller, less obvious changes and tweaks and retweaks... And even detweaks have been happening less overtly on every release ever since and are likely to continue until i eventually arrive someday at what i feel is the proper balance so it is still a work in progress and speaking of production changes with c2e10 our sega cd 30th anniversary channel 2 episode in october i achieved a minor goal to produce an episode of the show from the steam deck that's right Put the Steam Deck in desktop mode, install and configure Ardor and Audacity, and make an episode. And it happened with C2E10. Well, we'll call it Yes, But. A little qualification here is required. It was with C2E10 that I first made the mental distinction between pre-production and production proper. I had never made this distinction before in my own mind, let alone with anyone else. And this lack of distinction led to a terrifically horrible experience in a certain Reddit group shortly after the release. Using my own terminology, pre-production means getting all the various bits and pieces of an episode prepared, gathering and finessing the music, recording our voices and editing those, and so on. Think of it in terms of the ingredients for a dish rather than the dish itself. Whereas production proper means taking all those bits and pieces, putting them into a DAW, Moving them into exact position, adjusting levels, applying fades, mixing down, exporting, and so on. Actually making the episode itself. Making the dish from all the previously prepared and readied ingredients. So, with that distinction in place, the pre-production happened asymmetrically across four different devices. The Steam Deck only being one of them, and only a bit player at that. But as for the production proper phase, yes, dear listeners, C2E10 happened entirely on the Steam Deck. Now, since I'm used to using Linux already, in a KDE environment no less, and using a mix of Audacity and Ardor, Audacity having the more major role in pre-production, and Ardor being the more major player in the production proper phase, The experience of doing this on the Steam Deck from a nuts and bolts perspective was no different than doing it on my laptop or my desktop, and as such the quality of the final output was not one iota better nor worse either. So the only distinction here is simply the punk factor of doing it as a stunt, if you will, on a video game system. Now, it's a video game system that is technically a PC. So this is nowhere near as impressive as if I were to, say, hack a PS5 or a Nintendo Switch and do it on there. Nevertheless, while well within the nominal capabilities of the system to do so, it was a very unconventional and unexpected move to do a podcast from the Steam Deck. To use the system which 90% of its users just use as a larger, more powerful Switch that just plays PC games. And that's why I wanted to do it so badly. It was punk. It was a stunt. It was cool, it was unique, and it went great, except for that aforementioned Reddit thread. Also, while there's no way I can be the first person in the world to do a podcast episode from the deck, it was important to me to be, quote unquote, the first man on the moon in all the scenes I personally do run in, such as the VGM podcast fans, Retro Junkies Network, Podcasters of Des Moines, and so on and so forth. And as best I can tell, I succeeded. The first VGM podcast made on deck appears indeed to be Nerd Noise Radio. I do intend to do this at least one more time during the life of the show, an episode produced from the Steam Deck. But this time I don't want to have to qualify it. I want to do 100% of the process, tax, title, and license right from the little wonder itself, including all the pre-production. While I'll stop short of hard committing to this, perhaps it'll be with our January 2023 debut of Season 6 on Channel 1, so stay tuned. And speaking of Steam Deck, I also semi-came out of retirement as a blogger with a blog post about, of all things, the Steam Deck. And then, as the year went on, there were a handful of other blog posts, and so we were sort of back. Now, while I'm not going to make any kind of hard commitments to how many or how often, I will at least officially consider myself unretired as a blogger. And so keep an eye out for further blogs, as well as possibly something involving blog like companion posts to all future episodes that is not just a simple repeater of the podcast feed show notes. Now, I really am becoming awfully self conscious about how long this intro is getting, so I will try to pep it up a little. But please do bear with me for two more headlines. First, we made some significant changes to how we handled best-ofs on Channel 1. Previously, we'd feature them in spring or summer of the subsequent year, so that we had time to put together a listener picks best-of, which would release in conjunction with the obvious Best of St. John best-of. And it was asymmetrical. The listeners would go first, would have an episode with a minimum maximum track range of 20 to 50, and if they and I each wanted the same track, they would get it and I wouldn't. So, in this way, the listeners got the first word. And then, I'd come along afterwards with a 75-track behemoth in response, and as such, would get the last word. Well, we scrapped all that this year, abandoned the listener picks version and the whole first-word-last-word concept in favor of a St. John's picks episode and a Hugh picks episode. Whoever got done first would go first. Each would be 50 tracks long, And instead of a first-come-first-serve with the tracks, we just decided to allow for any overlap in order to grant each of us a chance to have the tracks we wanted. In the best of 2020-2021, Hugh and I had 5 overlap tracks. For this season, we'll have 10. You'll just have to listen to both episodes to know which ones they are. Also, in switching from June of the following year to December of the same year for best-ofs, it created the unintended but interesting result of there being two best-ofs in calendar 2022, each using a C1EX numbering scheme. C1E65A and B were the best of 2020-2021, and now C1E70A and B are the best of 2022. This will also be the last time that happens, as starting with Best of 2023 in December 23, we'll move to something much more like what we've been doing on the Channel 2 side, with a different numbering scheme, C2RX, existing outside the numbers. Best of 2023 will be C1R6, leaving all 10 episode slots from now on free for fresh new episodes. We'll plan on doing new episodes January through October, Do our best of Channel 2 in November, and then our best of Channel 1 pairs in December. If we need to make any fresh content in November and December for any special reason, we'll just use the mechanism of Channel F and an episode for those. There is also a mechanism where, over on archive.org, as archive exclusive super bonuses. We would be able to make releases with whatever leftover candidate tracks we had lined up that hit the cutting room floor as we whittled our lists down to 50. So not only be on the lookout for those over the course of 2023, from me at least, but go back and check out all of my best of 2020 slash 2021 outtake super bonuses for more incredible content. I really do feel that if the greatest individual moment that's happened to me as a podcaster was getting to guest curate, or at least be guest involved with NPR's Heart to Space 2019 episode Game Scores, and if the greatest ongoing circumstance or ongoing condition that I've had the privilege of having as a podcaster has been getting to work with someone the caliber of Hugh Johnson for Channel 2, then I really do feel like the finest work I've done so far as a podcaster has been the greater Best of 2020 slash 2021 project. I'm intensely proud of it, and I do hope you will go check it out. There will still be a mechanism available for a potential Best of 20 XX listener episode as a Channel F episode, but only if certain conditions are met, which I'll divulge in the outro. So while that door is not hard closed, it is no longer something that will happen automatically. And at long last, our final headline for the intro. 2022 was a gigantic case of lost level excavation. Lost levels in the nomenclature of Nerd Noise Radio, meaning music blocks produced sometimes years earlier, intended for release much earlier, before being bumped back indefinitely and gradually finding itself buried in the sands of time, only to then finally be excavated and released all these years later. This really kicked off with the final episode of the previous season, December 2021's C1E60 Which was a nearly identical production to the planned but aborted 2018 Channel F bonus follow-up to December 2018's amazing party of an episode, C1E40 Listener Picks Volume 1, where I had received upwards of 100 track submissions, but only had space in the episode for a maximum of 40. C1E60 was made up then from the leftover 60 or so, and in a very non-standard format for Channel One, co-hosted by Nintendo Main Podcast and WART Radio host Trey Deku Scrub Johnson out of Chicago, no relationship to Hugh by the way, who is also from the Windy City. In the case of this year, C1E63, 67, 68, and 69 were all loss levels with the first two being originally produced in 2019 and originally envisioned for release in 2020, where the latter two were even older yet, produced all the way back in 2018 and originally intended for release in 2018 and 2019 respectively. Well, they all came out in 2022 instead. Additionally, while the music block for C1E66 wasn't actually produced until 2022, I am classifying this as a loss level as well, since Kung Fu Furby and I's plan had been to do this in 2019 or 2020, with our even settling on the final tracklist that far back as well, and then it all fell apart. So, of 2022's Channel 1 content, only C1E61 and 64 were actually completely fresh productions. Even C1E62 was made in 2021 as yet another trio of future MishMash Monday music blocks a la the trio C1E69 had come from. The other two from the C1E62 batch I plan to share in 2023. But since the original plan with these had been to sit on them for even longer yet, they're not quite loss levels. And I think that's it everyone, I'll have a few smaller announcements to make in the outro. But in the meanwhile, let's finally get to that music. You were tuned to Nerd Noise Radio, Channel 1. Noise from the Hearts of Nerds, a program of the Nerd Noise Radio Network. I'm St. John. Today's broadcast is C1E70A for Wayback Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. Happy first day of winter, everyone. Also, St. Wyatt's four and a half birthday. Today's episode will be the Best of 2022, Volume 1, St. John's Picks. Sit back and relax as we bring you 2 hours, 32 minutes, and 18 seconds of the best noise from Calendar 2022 of Nerd Noise Radio. Choose your own adventure. A track list with timestamps can be found in the show notes. Read along to know where we are. Read ahead to know where we're going. Or just... Don't read it all, and be surprised and delighted as you're carried along on the gently twisting, sloping waves of delicious VGM. Super Bowl delicious. World Series delicious. We'll be back at the end with track listing and show info. Oh, and Kung Fu Furby, in the famous words of the Harry Potter universe, I open at the close.
2: Dance, dance This is the way we feel inside, inside My mind, your mind This is the way we groove, we groove We feel the funk, the soul In the minds, in the bodies We love to feel the dance Now dance, baby Nobody knows This is the way we love to get get down, get down, get down, get down. It doesn't matter who you are, who you be, what you do, who are you. You could be a star, a DJ. You could be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. It's all about the way you dance, you dance you dance
1: You've been listening to Nerd Noise Radio. You just heard C1E70A, The Best of 2022, Part 1, St. John's Picks. All tracks in this collection, unless otherwise specified, were originally selected in their original episodes by St. John. We began our program with Radix Malorum Est Cupitatus from C1E66, originally selected by Kung Fu Furby, a piece of non-video game music, A chiptune, from VG Music Discord Sample Pack Contest 12. A wild chip, composed by Zen Kusa. Next we have Gambit's Theme, from Spider-Man X-Men Arcade's Revenge on the Super NES, composed by Tim and or Jeff Fallen, originally from C2E8. BGM-4, a.k.a. Stage 3-2, from Shadow Dancer, on the Sega Genesis, composed by Keisuke Takahara, originally from episode C1-E69. Next we have Area C, also known as Darkness, from Puyo Puyo Tsu in the Arcade and Mega Drive, composed by Tsuyoshi Matsushima, Enosuke Nagao, Nobuaki Yamasaki, and or Tomo Minami originally appearing in C1-E67. Track 7 from KO Flying Squadron on the Sega CD, composed by Tsukasa Tawada, and originally appearing in C2-E10. Flight from Panzer Dragoon on the Sega Saturn, composed by Yoshitaki Azuma and arranged by Tomoyaki Hayashi, originally appearing in C1-E69. Tunnel from X on the Game Boy, composed by Hirokazu Hiptonica and or Kazumi Totaka, and originally appearing in C1E67. Followed up by Shop Theme, the PSG version, from Phantasy Star on the Master System, composed by Tokohiko Uwabo, originally appearing in C1E67. Just Dance, Soul Channel Mix, from Gran Turismo Sport, on the PS4, composed by Mr. V, originally appearing in C1E69. Confined Spaces, from N++ on multiple platforms, composed by ASC, originally appearing in C1E64. And our other track of the day from c one e 66 Kung Fu Furby's episode, NoIdea.xm a piece of non-video game music, Wild Chip Sex Modded, from Battle of the Bits Super Pseudo SNES Compo, composed by Chip Champion. Unknown Track 22 from Team Innocent on the PCFX using the built-in HUC 6280 chip composed by Kenji Kawai and originally appearing in C1E69. And Battle Theme from Laplace Place No Ma on the PC engine. Composed by Unknown and appearing in C one E sixty eight. Serena Beach from Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube and Switch, composed by Koji Kondo and or Shinobu Tanaka. originally appearing in C one E sixty four. Nocturne from 3D Museum on the Laser Active, composed by Go Hotoda, originally appearing in C one E sixty one. Fantasy From Final Fantasy X on the PS2, composed by Junya Nakano, originally appearing in C1E64. By the way, we will be hearing from Final Fantasy X a lot this episode. Next we have Benevolent Deeds from Reigns on iOS and Android, composed by Mago, originally appearing in C1E64. Followed by Goddess of Love from Immortals Phoenix Rising on multiple platforms, composed by Gareth Coker, originally appearing in C1E62. Dry Desert Sky, from Two Dots on iOS and Android, composed by Upright T-Rex, and originally appearing in C2E9. And New Beginning Part 1, from L.A. Noir on multiple platforms, composed by Andrew and or Simon Hale, originally appearing in C1E69. Into the thick of it, we have Twilight, from Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, on the GameCube and Wii, composed by Toru Minigishi and or Asuka Ota, originally appearing in C1E68. Inside Deep Darkness, from Lagrange Point, on the Famicom using the VRC7 chip, composed by Akio Dabashi, Noriyuki Takahashi, Katsuhiro Suzuki, and or Atsushi Fujio also appearing in C1E68. Followed by Cabin, from Friday the 13th on the NES, composed by Hirohiku Takayama, and also appearing in C1E68. Password Screen, from Castlevania Bloodlines on the Sega Genesis, composed by Michito Yamane, and also from C1E68. The Icon of Sin, from Doom Eternal, on multiple platforms, composed by Mick Gordon, and originally appearing in C1E64. Next we have Challenge, from Final Fantasy X on the PS2, composed by Masashi Hamausu, originally appearing in C1E68. Metroid Prime Battle, from Metroid Prime on the GameCube, composed by Kenji Yamamoto, and or Koichi Kuma originally appearing in C1E68. Kao Kao Kao, also known as Face Face Face, from Midnight Resistance on the Sega Genesis, composed by Azusa Hara, Hiroaki Yoshida, Fuse, Tatsuya Kenichi, and or Hitomi Komatsu, originally appearing in C1E67. Hurry, yet another track from Final Fantasy X, on the PS2, composed by Masashi Hama Usu, originally appearing in C1E68. Boss 3, from Legendary Axe, on the TurboGrafx-16, composed by Atsumi Chikuma and or Toshiaki Takamoto, originally appearing in C1E68. And Ghost Valley, originally from Super Mario Kart on the Super NES, originally composed by Soya Oka. Today's rendition performed by the fantastic VGM cover band The One-Ups from their album Super Mario Kart, originally appearing in episode C1E63. To round things out, we have This Is Your Story from Final Fantasy X on the PS2, composed by Masashi Usu, originally appearing in episode C1E69. The Lunarians from Final Fantasy IV known stateside as Final Fantasy II, on the Super NES, composed by Nobuo Uematsu, and originally appearing in C1E62. Sealed Temple, from Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, on the Wii, composed by Hajime Wakai, Shiho Fuji, Mahito Yakota, Teishi Hama, and or Koji Kondo originally appearing in C1E69. Build Mode number 5, from The Sims, on the PC, composed by Jerry Martin and or Mark Russo, originally appearing in C1E62, and also from C1E62, and another Final Fantasy X track, The Thunder Plates, on the PS2, composed by Masashi Usu. Next we have Moth & Cortisone from 3D Museum on the Laser Active, composed by Yasuaki Shimitsu, originally appearing in C1E61. OST8 from Magic the Gathering, Chandelar on the PC, composed by Roland J. Ritzo, originally appearing in C1E64. Cobblestone, Nestled in the Hills from Octopath Traveler on multiple platforms, Composed by Yasunori Nishiki, originally appearing in C1E69. The Travel Agency, from Final Fantasy X on the PS2. I think this is the final track from Final Fantasy X. We'll find out. Composed by Masashi Hamausu, originally appearing on C1E64. Next up we have USA Race 2, from Trickstyle, on the Dreamcast and PC. Composed by Richard Badeau originally appearing in C1E64. World A, from Art of Balance, on multiple platforms, composed by Martin Scholler, originally appearing in C1E64. La Song et Perfume, Pacific Mix, from 3D Museum, on the Laser Active, composed by Go Hotota, originally appearing in C1E61. Message from Nitopia, from Nights into Dreams, on multiple platforms, composed by Naofumi Hitaya, originally appearing in C2E7. Island of Memory, from Doshin the Giant on the GameCube, composed by Tatsuhiko Asano, originally appearing in C1E69. Shadow Man, the one-up's rendition, originally from the game Mega Man 3 on the NES, composed by Yasuaki Fujita. This 1-Ups rendition is from their album, Volume 2, and originally appearing in C1E63. The Flatfields, from Quizzes and Dragons in the Arcade, composed by Asao Abe, originally appearing on episode C1E69. And Title Theme, from Art of Balance on multiple platforms, composed by Martin Scholler, originally appearing in C1E64. And our final track of the day is Surrender from N++ on multiple platforms composed by Sam KDC and originally appearing in C1E64. Our intro music was Results Theme from Metroid Prime on the GameCube composed by Kenji Yamamoto. And our outro music is Results Parade from the Check Me Out channel on the Wii composed by Kazumi Tataka. Each of these, I believe, will be the new standard intro natural music moving forward for the Best of St. John episodes. Now, for those last couple much quicker announcements. First, in C2E10, while recording, I had received a pop-up notifying me that I had been gifted the game Cloudpunk on Steam by the Steam user BaronPVC. So, while I did shout him out, I didn't really know who he was. I would meant to say in C2R2 that we have since figured out that it was none other than Philip Fox Vaughn, a longtime friend of the show and even a contributor to C1E40 and by extension C1E60. Fox is a streamer on Twitch, and so I will include a link to his stream in the show notes. Now just as he showed me love right in the middle of the recording, please go show him a little love in return by dropping it on his stream. Also, details on how the theoretical Best of 2022 Listener Picks episode would go. In the show notes, I'm also including the link to a document which lists every single track we featured on Nerd Noise Radio in Channel 2, with links to the episodes in case you want to go back and re-listen. If I receive a minimum of 20 distinct tracks between a minimum of 5 distinct contributors, 5 distinct listeners, And if these listeners come to me on their own with these tracks, I'm not chasing anyone down for them, then in 2023 sometime, probably in the spring, we'll make an episode out of it. Maximum number of tracks will be 50. Though if we go significantly enough beyond that number from submissions, I'm always willing to consider using them in a part two. So the choice is yours and the power. Take the matter into your own hands. You can get me track submissions by any available means, and I look forward to hearing from you. Lastly, don't forget to add me on Mastodon. I'll provide the details again in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Also, odds are very high that we'll go live with a Nerd Noise Radio Discord channel sometime next year as well. You can find track listing and program information for all our episodes, as well as video game-related articles on our blog at nerdnoiseradio.blogspot.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Podbean, Mastodon, or on archive.org. And you can reach us at any time by email at nerd.noise.radio at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page, Nerd Noise Radio, that you can follow. Or better yet, join us on one of our two Facebook groups, Nerd Noise Radio Easy Mode, where we share tracks and just have general video game and nerd fun. Or, for the gearheads among you, Nerd Noise Radio Expert Mode where you can deep-dive sound hardware, composer info, and music theory. Or feel free to join them all. Nerd Noise Radio is also available on the Retro Junkies Network at www.theretrojunkies.com, and we are a member of the VGM Podcast Fans community on Facebook. Join the community at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash VGM Podcast Fans and we are a member of Podcasters of Des Moines. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Verbal, or just reach out to us on our social media or email. Your feedback is immensely valuable to us, and we would love to hear it. Your reviews are tremendously helpful and very appreciated as well as they help to propel Nerd Noise Radio to new and larger audiences. Also, we're hoping to get ourselves added to Amazon Podcasts and Audible early next year as well. So, be on the lookout. By this point, if you're listening to this, I imagine you're already more than well acquainted with Channel 2, Nerd Noise Game Club. But just in case you're not, it's a completely different kind of show. A lot less music, a lot more conversation, Tended to be the yang to Channel 1's yin, and vice versa. Deeper Channel 1 is shallow, shallower Channel 1 is deep. Each exists to fill in the blank for and bolster the other. Co hosted by Hugh Johnson of Retro Game Club, and now in its second season. So if you haven't checked it out yet, what are you waiting for? This is Nerd Noise Radio, Channel 1, Noise from the Hearts of Nerds, a program of the Nerd Noise Radio Network. Your home for the best noise from the YM2612, SN76489, SPC700, 2A03, HUC6280, AY38910, YM2151, LR35902, Pokey, Paula, Sid, and beyond. I'm St. John. Thanks for listening. Join us again in January for C1E71, a special focus on life at Nerd Noise Radio Before We Became a Podcast to celebrate our 10th year anniversary in existence. Delicious VGM on noise from the hearts of nerds. And wherever you are, a tremendous special thanks to James Byerley of Secure Point Iowa Tech Support Services who was hugely instrumental in providing 11th hour tech support during the production of this episode. A link to his website, Facebook page, and a YouTube video he wished me to share will all be provided in the show notes.